plan. But you had a good time? Yeah. How's your family? Uh, good. Great. Um, it's all fake. Good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yeah. 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 Well, welcome back. We're not ready yet. We're streaming right now. Just doing the last checks here. No, oh, okay. All right. Amazing. Small talk, small talk. Small talk, small talk. Um, so how do you feel to be pregnant? So far, pretty good. But, yeah. You've been throwing up and stuff? No, actually, no, not once. Oh. I was, um, I was at the gym the other day and a guy came over and said, Jesse, should I? I was like, but that's not a reason to have a hysterectomy, is it? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Um, you can get involved in our chat line there on, on uh, YouTube. And hate will, will uh, let me know what to respond to and blah, blah, blah. And to make your donations and super chats, go to buymeacoffee.com or rebuildingtheman.com because uh, YouTube don't like us. BuyMeACoffee.com slash JLP Talk, all right? Good morning, y'all. Happy Communist Day. <laughs> Socialism Day. Isn't this like Labor Day? Yeah. Amazing. Anybody first time here? Oh, good. And tell me your name and how did you hear about us? Hello, Jesse. My name is Emily. Oh. My name is Emily, and um, I think I found you on my social medias, like Instagram or Facebook. Nice. Yes. Any questions? Um, not yet, but uh, if I do have a question, can I raise my hand? Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Welcome. Right here. Tell me your name again. Vanessa. Welcome, Vanessa. How did you find us? Um, off of YouTube and my curiosity of finding the truth. And, nice. Uh, you came up on uh, the feed and... Yeah, and I've just been, yeah, taking all these different. How long you been watching? Um, maybe about three and a half weeks. Did you about, go and forgive your mother? Uh, yeah, actually, I did. Oh, you did it. Yeah, she was gonna come with us, but she was afraid. Of what? <laughs> of what? Uh, well, because I sent her a, a video or two and about you know and you know kind of just about our emotions and how we've just been carried away and I've been carried away by her being carried away at the same yeah. time I've just been carried away altogether and so she just knew that you were going to be very honest and blunt and sometimes she's like I don't know it's like, Vanessa it's like it's a little too much I know that's probably what I need because I've just been caught and um I realized I've relished in that and not really like I was just getting high off of that yeah yeah but, yeah, so. yeah did you forgive your father uh, uh, yeah, well, it's like I was, I stumbled upon one of the videos that 
You're talking about when a parent is deceased? Because right. my father passed uh, when I was 21. I'm 38. Oh, okay. So he know did. thyself, right? What's that? Not, he did. Yeah, he real did. He real did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, worms are eating and soil are, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. That's right. Yes. Any questions? Um, um, yeah, you know, no, sir, not at the moment. All right. Well, if you do, let me know. Thank you. Appreciate that. Tell me your name again. Hi, good morning. My name is Edward. Hey, Edward. So did you, how did you find us? Well, um, my wife took a liking to your videos online, and then so um, she suggested that we come check it out. We live not, you know, like a 20-minute drive, so we right figured on. we would come see what everyone has to say. And Did you go and forgive your mother? Um, did, have I forgiven my mother, you're asking? Yes. Uh, well, no, not 100%, no, but I, I have a, <laughs> have a you decent relationship. Have you forgiven your mother? Uh, no, I don't think so, no. Have you forgiven your mother? Have I? Have, have you forgiven your mother? Uh, no, no, sir, I have not and, and forgiven why? my mother, no. <laughs> I hold resentment towards my mother, though. And why have you forgiven her? Um, well, because I guess... It's hard to forgive somebody who hasn't um, acknowledged their their mistakes and their um, some of the things they've done to damage you. Yes, you could say. And why do you need them to do that in order for you to forgive them? Well, I guess I shouldn't. I guess I don't need to. But why do you need that? Well, I I don't. But you just said it was hard to. Yeah because of that reason. Why do you need them to do that? Why is it hard to? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess um, just um, petty reasons. Yeah, you uh, don't... Pride, pride, yeah. spite, resentment. Yeah. How are you going to handle your wife if you don't forgive your mother? Uh, well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't be able to. What a beta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. But your wife needs you to be able to handle her. Yeah, she does. <laughs> does she beat you up? Uh-huh. Uh, does she beat me up? No. Um, no. I does she beat you? Beat you up? No, she does not beat me up. And, and, oh, you just stand there and let her beat you? No. No, she does not. My wife does not beat me. How do you handle the, how do you handle the hell in her when it comes out? Uh, well, um, I guess I could work on that. But how are you handling it right now when the hell comes out? Well, I uh, step away. I, I go for a, a short walk. Um, so you try to run away from the hell? I guess so, yeah, but you, you really can't. Uh, because when you get back from the wall, it's still there. Yeah, right. And you're like, what the? Uh -huh. But deal with your mother, you'll be able to deal with the hell in her. Okay, thank, thank you for the advice. I appreciate yeah. that. Any questions? Um, <clears throat> no, no questions. Just here to hear, okay. have well, an open mind and hear what. Right on. Say. Well, welcome. Thank you. Okay. Who else? Let me take this young lady and I come here. Yeah, see, who else I saw first time? Oh, okay, right here. Yeah, the black one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she black. <laughs> she black. <laughs> Um, uh, tell me your name and how did you hear about us? My name is Nangiti. And, nice. That's an African name? It is an African name. Mommy Africa. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. And how did you find us? Uh, on YouTube. Oh, okay. 
Any questions or anything? Not at this moment. Well, if you do, let me know. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Tell me your name. My name is Frida. Speak up a little bit. My name is Frida. Welcome. Thank you. And how did you hear about us? Through her. Oh, nice. So I've known about your existence for about 48 hours. About 48 <laughs> hours? Yes. What the? <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> uh, she really laid it on you the last minute, huh? <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. And the la you, you, your first time? Tell me your name and how did you hear about us? Yes, my name is Paul and on YouTube. Heard about you on YouTube. Welcome, man. Any questions? No, sir. Did you forgive your mother? I did. And how did it go? She, uh, she didn't cry. I thought she would. She understood more so. I, uh, um, it went way better than I thought it would. Were you afraid? 100%, yeah. How old are you? 39. Wow. Yeah. Does it make sense to be afraid of mama at 39? Not at all. It doesn't no. make sense, huh? No. I know how you feel. I was 38 when I had to face my mother. And I was, it was like, I'd rather go down into hell face Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, isn't it easy to go down into hell yeah. and face the devil? It was hard. <laughs> but it's the last time I had fear. You any questions about anything? No, sir. Okay. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. Uh, yes, you have a question? I do. Oh, yes. comment. Mm -hmm. um, I am planning on forgiving my mother. I just wanted your opinion on, um, I was considering doing it in front of my grandparents and my aunts and my uncle so they could see an example and maybe it would give them the opportunity to forgive their mother in front of them because they all live in like the same house. I have four, four aunts and my grandma and grandpa. They all live in the same house? Yeah, there's a, it's a house that has three, it's a property that has three houses. Oh, so, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. And your question is what? My question is, do you think that would be a good idea to no. forgive my mother in front of? No. 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 Has you to be need private. to do it because right now you're not ready to set an example yet. Thank you. You don't even know what the example is. You want to become a living example, not a planned example. And so I would just do it Whatever opportunity come, I would do it then, but don't set it up where you're trying to set an example. Thank you. Yeah. Have you forgiven your father? Um, well, when I listen to your shows, you say that, like, because um, my, mom, my mom was a drug addict, and my, mom, my father actually got me out. He protected me of the situation. Oh, so yeah. He, um, he, I feel like he, he served his fatherly duties, right and on. he raised me to love the Lord. And nice. So I could forgive him, though, but... If there's I, nothing to forgive, you're fine. Thank you. Yeah. Especially if he took you out of the mess and he took care of you. Yes, he did. Right on. Well, face your mother. All right? I will. Thank okay. you. Okay. Um, any questions before we get rolling here? Is this your first time? Uh, second time. Oh, okay. We came like, a, um, we came like a, about a month ago. Oh, okay. Joelle was here. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's, <laughs> so that's why we're back. All right, well, welcome back. We wanted to see you. Thank you. What's your name? Uh, Linda. Linda? Mm -hmm. Welcome back, Linda. Oh, thank you. All right. And this is your first time? I mean, second time as well? Same, same, yeah. And, and what's your name? Keith. Welcome, Keith. Thank you. Amazing. Can you handle your wife? I'm sorry? Am I? 
Are you able to deal with your wife? Oh, yeah. Does she obey you? No. <laughs> but I can, obey, I can battle. Right on. Yeah. Well, welcome, man. Thank you. <laughs> what a mess, huh? Uh, did you go deal with your mother last week? Yes, I did. As soon as I got home from doing the stuff we did after church last week, I went and talked with my mom. How did it go? Um, she thought I was going to kill myself or run away, and so I'd uh, reassure her that nothing bad was happening. This was just something that I'd been, I'd been wanting to do, and yeah, we just talked. So she said, are you about to kill yourself? Yeah, she said, is something wrong? Are you going to do something? <laughs> what the? Yeah, and so I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm okay. I'm not going to do anything. I just had been wanting to do it for the last week, but had been procrastinating and hadn't found a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it? Did it help you in any way? Yeah, it did. This last week, I felt a lot more silence and peace in my life. Yeah. And been able to Absolutely. be clear-headed. Well, stay with it. Stay with it. Doing my best. Right on. Um, so I was watching this. And then I'll take some questions about the biblical question. Uh, I noticed that as you wake up and you watch movies and TV shows, you see it in a different way now. It's weird. I don't know how. I just all of a sudden I see movie and TV in a different way. And so the other day I was watching a show called Animal World. I think it was about wild animals and how they act. And I was watching how. And I didn't know this was going to pop up like this. But I was watching how animals treat one another, and sometimes they're nice to one another. And when you get relaxed with it, one attack you. <laughs> and sometimes they pretend to be friends and then they'll turn on each other then and that was one of the animal workers who went into the animal thing there to feed them and she was trying to be all friendly with you know how mama always giving out love right and she was trying to be friendly with the animal and the animal bit her out of nowhere and she was surprised because it had never done that before and I, and, I, and I realized, I'm like, wow, the animals are acting just like people. This is exactly how people treat one another. It is crazy. And what made me realize, I got a call on my show last week from an 18-year-old uh, who happened to be black. And he said that he went and forgave his mother. He was 18 years old. He was living with her at the time. He went and forgave her. And when he forgave his mother, she got so angry at him. Did y'all, anybody hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She got so angry that she just started having a fit, right? And she ran outside because he was going to move. She ran outside and snatched the, uh, the license plate off the car. And he was surprised that she was able to pull it off because he had it on. <laughs> she had, he had it on in a different way. And she was able to pull it off, and when he tried to pack his things, she was trying to take his clothes and things away from him. And then she was trying to, uh, he had to call the police. Can you imagine that? 18 years old, going to forgive your mother, and you end up calling the police. <laughs> what a mess, huh? Ladies, I had no idea, I knew I, I knew women had that evil spirit, but I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> I knew it was bad, too, but I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? 
she ran out and snatched off the, I don't wonder why would she do that? That's her son. He want to leave, let him leave. He's 18, let him leave. But she did that. But fortunately, this guy, he stayed, he, he stayed on that path. He moved from that state to another state, got a, a job at 18, got a job less than a week. And then I heard this story where I would counsel with someone and they were telling me that his wife, who happened to be older than him, hate his son and their son, hate him so bad that he had to literally take her, him away from her. And that his wife is so evil, in order for him to get away, because he will now, he's going to have to sneak and move out. That's how evil she is. Isn't that crazy? So I want to get to this. Oh, let me ask this first, and then I'll get to what I want to say about it. What do y'all think about that, ladies especially? What do y'all think about that? Uh, 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 the spirit in the woman is so evil that it'll just do stuff like that to children, to anything. What do you ladies think about that? Oh, y'all mighty quiet on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just going off of myself, I feel like I can't help it. Yeah. Like. It really is something in you that t tells you, like, don't let them get away with it, or they shouldn't treat you like that. And it's also because of all the stories you're brought up with, yeah, and the suffering that's put on you, especially as a little girl. Even starting with something like, you know, having a period, for example, should hurt, should be horrible. Uh, you're suffering. Look at them. They don't like you. They, they, you know. In some countries, it's even considered to be like un, unpure or something. So you're brought up thinking that um, if someone hurts you or you feel like someone is coming for you, you should just destroy them. Right. That's crazy, huh? And you write in that you can't help yourself. Have you ever questioned that? If I can't help myself, who is doing this? I mean, it definitely helped to be asked it more like from how you're asking it like and there's been multiple times in my life where I really knew that it wasn't me I just couldn't understand or if I had a moment of clarity I would probably just get up and I don't know do something else yep. so That's crazy, myself, huh? yeah that when you really think about it it's insane but when you think about it and you know it's not you, you kind of give up, you stop fighting with it, and then it'll start to work itself out. Did you forgive your mother? Yes, sir. And how did it go? It took really long for her to even sit down with me, like she felt like something was coming. <laughs> <laughs> the so devil's like, she no, she wanna <laughs> forgive. She wanna forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> so we, she kept on like rescheduling, like, no, my time, uh, I have to work, I have to this, that. But eventually we sat down and I was able to, like, I felt nervous the whole way. But then when I sat there, I felt like it's something so out of love. Yeah. I was able to set us both free in that moment. Mm. And it really released something in her, too, where she was able to... Yeah, like soften up and 
I mean, afterwards, you know, she called me and she was like, let me cook for you. And there, she was like, ah, this man you're seeing online, I don't know if he's... <laughs> what? Uh, and you told her to stay out of your business? Yeah. Good. <laughs> but nice. uh, she, really, she really opened up and I could understand that she's doing to me what's been done to her. Right on. Yeah. It's amazing, too, that you can go a whole lifetime not knowing that it's something else driving us. Because the world tells us it's this and that, it's racism, it's um, whatever, right? They lie to you, yeah. and they prevent you from looking at yourself if you're not the kind of person that will question things. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, sir. Nice. Well, stay with it. All right. The young lady in front of you want to respond. What do you think about the hell that's in the women? I, <laughs> I, <laughs> it sounds so beautiful when you hear it now. <laughs> it supports uh, your point in that uh, the woman's father is Satan. And I see it in myself. I see it in others. And I, and I believe that the... the it's a lot more of a struggle for women. Um, I, for myself personally, I am constantly watching myself and I see, I see myself from such a, I see that it isn't me. I yeah. mean, I see demons. I see my body being taken over yeah. by demons. So um, it just supports your, your point and I don't understand why women get so angry when they hear that. Some women who call into your show, for example, because if they just paused for a moment, they would understand that it's 100% true, absolute truth. It really, really is. And once you know that, then you would know that God is not judging you because God knows that it's not you. You just don't know it's not you. And there would be no reason to feel guilty. There would be no reason to be angry at yourself because you would see that it's not you. And, and, and the devil has been defeated. Christ defeated the devil. It's done. So there is no fight anymore. It's about letting go of, not taking on. Amazing, huh? Did you know you had the devil in you? Me? No, you did you know it, you did? Yes, sir, I did. And did you know it before I said it? Um, before you I, heard me say it? I did know before you said it. You did? Yes, sir. And what did you do about it? Um, I was scared. Um, I was scared, but I took my relationship with God seriously. I went to church. I fasted. I prayed. I repented. I cut off people that would drag me to the wrong places, and I just... When I found you, it made everything a little bit more clear. Right on. So, just, yeah. I'm, I'm not an angry person, but... You're not? I am not an angry person. You're not? No. You're not? No, I'll play it. <laughs> I, have other, I have other issues that are just as bad. You do? I do. Like, yes. are you able to say one of them? Not so personal? Um, I'll, I'll just say I lust. You lust? Lustful, yes. For food? For... I got your sticker that says stop having sex out of wedlock. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. And, and why do you do that? Because I was molested when I was a child and it opened up a yeah. 
demonic door into me that I didn't quite understand until I got older and the Lord revealed it to me. Nice. Do you want to stop it? Yes, sir. You want to overcome it? I do. Uh, then stop believing thoughts about it. Amen. When you, when, when you see something, the first thing the thought does is give you an impression of it, let it pass. Really, because you can't do anything without the thought. Mm -hmm. The thought and then the feeling. But if you let the thought pass, then you won't have the feelings and nothing will happen. Yes, I like that advice a lot. And don't, don't judge yourself. God is not, as you heard me say, God is not judging you. And so from this day forward, don't call it, I am doing this. It is doing it. It's not you. Mm -hmm. So I want you to stop claiming it as you. Really, it's another identity that made a home in you, and it's not you at all. It's like you are here, but because you're unconscious to it, you think that it's you, you're not. You're just in an unconscious state. But once you stop identifying, you go to rise in consciousness, which is the mind of God. Yeah, I've heard you say that before, and it really helped me. So I'm very honored to be here. Right on. Thank you, sir. So don't judge yourself for it at all. Thank you. All right. Um, what I, and so I realized that the number one problem besides anger, anger is the number one, but the second number one is that around the world, because everybody have the same problem, everyone, situation, situations may be a little different, but it's the same problem, really, every human being on this side of heaven have the same problem. And the problem is, they live in the thought world. You live in the thought world. And in the thought world, there is no solution to anything. It's only hell. You're living here rather than here. And so while living here, you're going around in a circle looking for answers and thinking that the next person is going to be the best. The next marriage is going to work. Oh, I need to have some children. I need to get married, make children. That'll work. You just believe in lies. My first relationship didn't work. I'm going to go and find a better woman, a church woman, or a church man. You're in this thought world, and that thought world is the animal world. And that's why human beings act like animals. You treat, we have no business treating each, each other the way we treat each other. We were created in the image of God, right? But you live in a thought world and you trust the thought and not the consciousness, not the mind of God. You are addicted to the thoughts. And we all are until we start to see and start to overcome them. When I say that all thoughts are all lies all the time, I had no idea how deep that was. All thoughts are really, and some of the horrible stories I've heard around the world from all races that the thought can make you do is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And you ask people, ask, why did you do that? Or why did you say that? Why were you thinking, I don't know why I did it. They literally don't know why they did that. Because they're not paying attention to the thought world. You must overcome the thought world. The thought world is evil. It's evil. My, my producer, Sean, gave me some information on it. It says something like, the smarter you are. What, what does it say, Sean? You're talking about addiction? Yeah. Yeah, there's a correlation between um, IQ and addiction. So yeah. the higher your IQ, the more chances you'll get into an addiction. 
and the lower your IQ, the higher chance you'll get out of an addiction. Now, do you understand why they want to legalize drugs? Because these people are educated people. And they think what they're doing is the right thing because inwardly they want power. They want control. And so the devil is telling them that what you're believing and what you're thinking is good. Make yourself feel good. Feel like you're doing something to help. And you're not. The thought world is, is the wall that you got to climb over. You got to climb over that wall. And the way you do it is constantly keep your eyes on the thoughts, on the not you. And, and just watch them come and go. And sometimes they'll fall into the emotions. And when they fall into that emotion, just know it's not you. It's not real. The thought world is like falling into hell. When you fall into emotions, you fall into hell. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And then you get a faucet of happiness. And then as soon as you feel it happen, you fall down. You feel bad again. You're upset. And nobody and nothing going to save you except you overcome the thoughts. It ain't going to work. You might well hang it up. You could get married 18 times. You can marry an older woman or an older man. You can have all the money in the world, but until you overcome the mind of the devil, because that's what the thoughts are, is that you're never going to be free. You are not going to have peace until you stop believing a lie and all about yourself and about other people and the one thing I want you to know when you do and some of you are I can tell when you do start waking up the world going to turn against you your mama your daddy your so-called friends your wife your husband they will turn against you because the darkness hate the light the darkness ain't the light. They may not realize that they're looking at the light in you, but Satan does. And so I want you to know when that happens, let them go because they'll destroy you. Really, if you give in to darkness, just as it's doing you on the inside, it will, they will destroy you too. Do not hang around evil people. I don't care who it is. And if they want to leave, you wish them well. Don't be mad. They're doing you a favor. And this whole, and it's happening with everybody. I'm telling you, with family members. I never thought that family members can be so cruel to one another. It's not them. It's the same spirit. And you hear the government and others talk about they want peace. They don't want peace. They don't want it because they don't have it on the inside. They don't want it. Worldwide, there is no peace because of the hell that's happening inside. But it's all for, from the thoughts. So what I recommend is that you keep paying attention to the truth, hearing the truth, welcome the truth to come in, and the truth will fight it for you, it, especially if you welcome that truth. And what happens is when the, uh, the devil hates you, and so when you start welcoming the truth inside of you, he's going to get on the run. He's going to go crazy in your head and crazy in your body because he doesn't want the truth to happen. And it's going to feel like you having a fit. It's going to feel like, like fear. It's going to feel like 
very emotional in one form or another. But that's the truth that's trying to catch up and destroy the devil. But it feels like it's you and it's not. So stop running. When that truth comes, relax, shake in your boots, and the light will destroy it. Really, because that's what's happening when you run away from it by getting mad at someone else or getting high or partying or getting drunk or making a phone call or finding another thought so you can feel better. You are running away from the truth. You're running away from the very same thing, the very thing that can save you from the hell. But you got to go to the truth and shake in it. And I promise you that you shall be saved from it. You will be saved from it. And stop lying to yourself. Even if you don't say it out loud, at least admit, wow, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Or I feel lonely. Or I feel this. Or this thing is in me, right? You feel that. That way you're not in denial about it. And then the truth can really help you too. But if you deny it, you don't have to tell the world, but at least be honest with yourself. The light will help you. It really will. Most people don't trust the light. They trust the thought in this circle that they live in. They trust the thought that says, oh, you need more money. You need a better job. You need to get married. You need this or you need that. It's lying to you. It really is lying to you. You need a spiritual rebirth. You need to overcome the abnormal nature to the normal nature, which is of God. Anyone that lives in their head and emotions have abnormal nature. So we need to be born into the normal nature, the natural nature, which is of God, and overcome the abnormal. That makes sense? Yes. Any questions about that? No? Yes, sir. And you can't make this happen, so let go and let it happen. You got to let it happen. If someone offend you, fine. If someone makes you scared, or question it. Who is this that's scared? What am I afraid of? You, anyway, it's going to be interesting to find out that up here, you were never afraid. Up here, you never had a problem. Up here, you're not a sinner or a saint. Up here, you are born again of the Father. You are the light. But because you live down here, unconscious, you don't know that. You don't know this, but if you stay with it, you'll come back to that. Yes, sir? How would you relay that message to a, like a young child, say 12, 10? Just tell them, keep it simple. Just tell them to drop the anger. Don't be angry. Keep it really simple because uh, you don't want to put too much on them. Right. Tell them to forgive, you know, don't be mad at daddy or mama, and just don't be angry, and they'll grow into it. And plus, if it's your child, they'll start seeing the light in you if you have changed. They'll see it, and that will help them as well. Right. So right? by being example and keeping it simple. Yes. Because God's ways are very, very simple. His ways are not complicated at all. They were so simple that you're not, you can't believe it. And a lot of these things that you're doing in life, all being busy, wasting your money, wasting your time, going here and there, it's going to fall away. It's going, because you're not going to be interested in all this stuff anymore. And then you look around in your closet and wonder, how did I waste all this money? 
on these clothes and shoes and, and this big house where I only need a two-bedroom. <laughs> You're going to see how much money you're wasting on ego nothing. And it's just dead material sitting there rotting away. But it will change. You can't change it. it thank you, man. Thank you. Um, I want to get to the biblical question here. What sense, what sense does it make? Is that right, Nick? What sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? What sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? Who believe that it does make sense to fight some things? Okay. Uh, and then who, who don't believe that there's never a reason to fight? Who believe that? Okay. Interesting. I want to go to the fighters first. You had your hand, right? Okay. It makes sense when it's... <clears throat> It makes sense when it's necessary. And when is it necessary? Was it necessary for the American revolutionaries to fight against the British? No. <laughs> then why are we here then? We made a mistake. We, they made a mistake, <laughs> founding the greatest country on the face of the earth. I mean, <laughs> they saw it was, uh, there was un unjust, uh, you know, the American colonists, weren't even, they weren't even owners of their own shovels. Everything was for the British crown. So. They had no liberties, nothing, and then they raised the tax to 3% on tea, and then that's the tea party. You know, it's, it's all history, yeah, but they rose up and fought. Okay. And then now we're here. Are so. you from America or Mexico? I'm from America. I was born in Santa Monica Hospital in 1988. Oh, good. Okay. I'm saying, but let me come back to that, okay? I don't want to... <laughs> well, I there was a revolution in Mexico, too, so... Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I'll respond to that in a minute. Yeah. I want to hear from others who think that there's a time. Who said that there's a time to fight sometime? Oh, okay. Let me see again. All right, I'm going to go around the room right here. Start here and then all the way around. And then I get to the ones that think you shouldn't fight. Go ahead. Um, before, I thought you had to fight all the time. Now it's only if uh, somebody gets physical with you is the only time that I think it's acceptable now. Oh, because okay. if they start saying words, they're just words. They, they don't do anything. All right. But if somebody puts hands on you, I think that would so be... So you think there's a time to fight physically? Yeah, physically. Okay. But argument, arguments, no. There's All right. No, no, no need for that because you're just wasting time and energy. Okay. And, yeah. Did you say... Fighting yes? Yes. Okay. There yes. is a time to fight. There is, yeah. Anything or anyone? Yes. And when is that time? Uh, I... Like, for an example, when, say, someone's robbing your house, you know, that's when I think it's, it's appropriate. Okay. But aside from arguing and stuff like that, it just makes no sense. All right. Mm -hmm. Do you ever fight? Do I ever fight? No, not yet. You never fight? I mean, I, I fought before when I was in high school, yes. Right. Not, not but before. not now? No. Oh, okay. Uh, who else? Oh, Raymond. And then these two here. There's a time to fight, Raymond. That's what my dad said. My dad told me I should stand up to myself, for myself. And, and fight? When it comes down to it. And where's your dad now? Okay, he's dead. <laughs> it didn't work for him. <laughs> no, I'll mess with you. You said there's a time to fight? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And when is that? 
I think that's when uh, you start getting these ideas in your head, these thoughts, and you got to fight back for that. Fight your thoughts? Yeah. And how do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, not give in. So do you fight your thoughts in your head? I don't want to sound crazy, but yeah. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. You said there's a time to fight? Yes, right now there's a time to fight all the time. There's uh, people with agendas and fighting doesn't have to be physical. It could be just standing against it because if you just don't do anything, you're just going to get trampled on. Okay. And you just get trampled on again. So all right. You have to stand up at some point or at least voice an opinion is... I think, because in these modern times, like your show is being censored, right? You can't get super chats. So when you speak your mind and you're speaking the truth, they're attacking you. Okay. So you fight so back by get, getting another platform or another, you know, um, like Rumble or whatever, you know. Okay. It's, it's a way of fighting. How many people agree with that? All the crazy people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. That's part of the fight is the crazy people always seem crazy, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> you said there is a time. <laughs> I, I agree with fighting back. I, I, and and I when don't, is mean, there I don't mean physical either. There, there is a time to fight. When there is a time to fight. Um, when is there a time to fight? So, for me... You know, there's different types of wars. There's, there's different types of what? Wars. Worse. Wars. Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And and so we're in a spiritual battle right now. Right. Right. And so it's between good and evil. So the evil will try to destroy you. Right. And right now, what I'm dealing with, evil, outside of me, is trying to destroy my character, to destroy who I am, and and say that I'm this way. Right. And my whole life, I've been a beta for most of my, my life. I've let it happen. But the reality is it's not true. None of it was true from the beginning. And, and I, always, I always fought against it. I did because I had something to say. And I've always been trampled on, like he was talking about. And now, I'm not going to let that happen anymore. I don't want I don't want that in my life. Are you stopping them from destroying your character? I'm trying to. And is it working? It's, uh, it's really interesting because everything that you guys show on the show, on, on the right. uh, radio show, um, that's happening to me in real time. Like I was in a courtroom. With no, but I, I want to know, is it working? Oh, it, it, it ain't working when there's a bunch of women in the courtroom judging me. No, so destroying your character is not working? Oh, that part? Yeah. It's working for them. It's not working for me. It's, but you're fighting it to prevent it from happening, right? I'm just saying the truth, and right. they're be, becoming upset. And, and they, they actually, actually, I had a defender, right, who got upset with me because I asked her to drop the case. 
But they're not. They're still destroying your character, right? Totally. Let's say if you didn't have any character, could they destroy I, that? I, I don't care about that part. It's just it's what no, they're no, doing on you, paper. If if you didn't have any character, could they destroy that? I don't have a character. I'm sorry. I don't have a character. You don't have any character. No, I just. So what are you fighting here? I'm not fighting anything. Uh, oh, okay. You know, I'm just fighting evil. Nice. Yeah. Okay, thank you, man. This young lady here, you say you're not, there is not a time to fight, right? Did you have your hand as not a time to fight? Is there ever a time to fight? What sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? Um, there really is no time to fight. And I think this is just a process for me to watch it because I've been trained by the world to in conjunction with what he was just saying to take certain steps and to come up fighting or be the smartest or put together the right thing to say to claim my territory xyz but really in the spiritual there is no fighting god has already won and if you're standing in spirit there's really have no you given up the fight uh i think it's I'm working on it. I'm, I'm noticing where I pull out the proverbial guns, so to speak. And I'm sorry? So I, I notice when I'm pulling out the proverbial guns inside, you know, I can acknowledge that now and I can see that. And so have you given up the fight? Uh, I mean, I guess, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... No, to answer your question in one word, but... Right. Um, and why, if you believe that there's never a time to fight anything or anyone, why have you given up the fight, if you believe that? This well, is so good, huh? It's not even that I... Is it helpful enough? Yes. Okay, nice. It's not why even have that you I, given up the fight? Well, I, I guess to say it a better way, it's not that I'm like, I believe to fight, I deserve this fight. It's not that. It's more like something happens and I can now see the feeling and the thought attached to it and I can now operate in a different way. I don't think it's like a, I mean, maybe it is and I'm completely wrong, but I mean, I think this is like a lifetime of, of training myself to fight <laughs> and, and now seeing that I don't need to be fighting and now I'm looking at like, where to lay my weapon down, where to lay my weapon down. And ultimately what it comes down to is I lay my weapon down and just let things happen. And why have you given up the fight? And by I the way, don't you normally put the bra on the inside of the dress? You know what? <laughs> Not in LA. Yeah, you keep fighting. Yeah. Um, Does the bra normally go inside? Shout oh. out to <laughs> no, making man. choices and not caring. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> so funny. Um, what the? No, go ahead. You haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Trust me. Um, Talk about giving up the fight. Yeah. That's right. I don't think, I don't feel like I am making a choice of staying in a fight. I think it's, 
I can, one of the biggest revelations I had in coming here was realizing that I didn't need to fight and that I can lay my weapon down. I think it's just as simple as, and maybe I'm completely wrong and that's fine, but it's a matter of watching life happen and looking at where I get irritated and where I'm feeling like I'm needing to fight when I really don't have to fight. I don't, I, I'm not holding on to a fight. I'm just watching it, okay. watching all the spiritual things go on. And what is it like for you watching it? What, does, uh, what is, is well, that like? I mean, it's pretty amazing In what to way? watch it. Well, just to see, um, you know, as it pertains even to the last few weeks of biblical questions, like where I value my anger and when I'm throwing rocks and when do I need to fight. You know, I, <clears throat> I have something coming up with the city this week, which is not going to be talked about, but I'm watching my thoughts around that where my my intellect wants to prepare for this fight and there really isn't a fight there's all these steps that i've had to take per a guideline of how you do things and that's it okay you know so i'm just, i'm watching my thoughts trying to talk about tuesday already and it's like it's not tuesday so it's fine the one thing i know about thoughts they would give you one idea and then if it looked like you're not going to accept that suggestion, it'll give you another real fast. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and then if it looked like you're not going to take that, it'll give you another one. And if you don't see what's going on, eventually you'll fall for one of them. Isn't that crazy? And yet we think that is us. We got to be crazy. <laughs> we have identified with the devil. Can you believe that? And people say, go to church, read the Bible, pray to the Lord, and nothing happens. Yeah. It just gets worse. Another false identity. Thank you. The young man want to respond. Is there ever a time, I mean, what sense does it, what sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? Hmm. What sense does it make? Uh, well, I guess not. I guess it doesn't, right? Do you fight? Do I fight? Um, no, not really, no. I don't think. You don't fight with yourself? Um, yeah, I guess we all have uh, things that we struggle with. How about you? Mm -hmm. Do you fight with yourself? Uh, yeah, sure, I, I suppose so. Uh -huh. Do you fight with yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say. Do you fight with yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, sure, we all uh, struggle with some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you fight with yourself? Uh, -huh. uh, no, I don't fight with myself, no. Do you fight with yourself? Uh, no, I don't fight with myself. Who do you fight with? Um, well, I at times have disagreements with people. And you fight with them? Well, are we, are we saying fight, like physically fight, or argue, or yell, or how are, we, how are we defining fight? Do you fight in any form? Um, yeah, I guess so, sometimes. And why? What why? sense does that make? Well, um, I guess it doesn't make sense, but sometimes we get 
have who strong is, feelings about who, who things? Who is we? Is there more than one devil in there? Uh -huh. Like people, <laughs> pe human beings in general? Yeah, we might have a tendency to Are you speaking for everyone or just yourself? Emotions. Yeah, for myself, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Well, normally in America, we don't call one person we. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about we the people? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all of us. Um, does it make sense that you fight? Um... No, yeah, it does. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, nice. How about you? What sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? Well, I was always hot and ready to fight, and that was just insanity. And I kind of come to realize, like, there's, you know, we could fight, and it's like we're thinking we're strong, but really, like, we're like that bully, like, I'm not taking this anymore, and I'm gonna fight back. Or you can have this other person who like, okay, I gave up the fight because now I'm just like, it, there's no sense of fighting. And then I realized there's like a third part of where like, it's like a resolve of, you know, well, like say um, it, it says the speed limit's 45, right? And I don't like that. It's like, well, what am I gonna fight to change? It's like, just, it's 45, just go the 45. You know, don't allow that to really affect my commute, like, okay, fine, I'm gonna still do what I do, and I'm gonna just be who, like, I'm not gonna allow anybody to alter my character anymore, because when we're, like, fighting, it's like, how are we really caring? Because that's just kind of an oxymoron. Like, yeah. it's like, come on, that's not what, like, what you're saying about a woman, where we're supposed to be nurturers, and for us to flip it on its side, upside down, and be like, so aggressive and like we're just brainwashed like well you know and it's always justified anger when it's just you know we're just tearing we're like we're tearing down our own home right like yeah. and we're just tearing to shreds and you know and we're just brainwashed like oh because someone has a certain title like in our bloodline family like you're saying like where we see we're like oh family sticks together where it's like you know, I mean, I used to work at Olive Garden, and you say, like, oh, when you're here, you're family, you know? <laughs> and it is so, you know, and we've accepted this, you know, this dysfunction, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, That's no, 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 good no. Point. And it's like, oh, I did what my mom did. And then I even see, like, all my aunts, and my mom being one of them, where it's, like, justified anger. And, like, you know, I'm a preschool teacher, and I see, like, the children, sometimes they fight. And I'm watching them, like, dude. You could find another stick, you know, you could find another toy. And it's just like so where like, and I, my heart goes out to them. And I'm just kind of, I, I don't want to laugh, but it's just like, you know, and a lot of us, like, we just don't grow out of that. And it's just, it's sad because, you know, scientifically, like you said, you know, it is retarded. We are living in a retardation. Like, yeah. it, you know, it, it's arrested development, you know, like. That is so, just, everybody retarded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea how retarded we are. <laughs> and then you hear the word retarded, and someone say to you, you're so retarded. You get mad about it. But they tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you are so right. No one they took that word away, retarded, and they replaced it with mental illness. That sounds a little better, right? <laughs> mental illness is still retardation. Nice. Um, how about you? Is there ever a time to fight? Um, Anything or anyone? Does it make sense? 
In practical ways, like if someone attacks you on the street, you can defend your life. Um, then I mentioned that my father uh, got full custody of me, so yeah. he had to go to court and prove that he was a better parent, because typically courts just give the mom the right. child. So in some ways, yes, but in ways of like proving your point, or maybe if you want to win an argument, then no. Nice. Amazing. The young man in the blue want to respond, and then I put my... Anybody else want to respond to that? Oh, the young lady in the blue want to. Right here first, the young guy right here. It does, what sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? I used to think, I used to fight. But it doesn't make sense anymore. It doesn't make sense because it's never really changed me when I fought. Nothing changed. And why were you fighting? We used to fight. Do you know why you were doing it? No. You don't know why no, you no you're just doing just it. Instinct. Uh, yeah. But it never changed the re like me me. Yeah. It was just circumstantial. It was. I I also don't think defending yourself is a fight. Think that if you're defending yourself, you're that's just protecting right, right. You're protecting yourself. So yeah, but it never made sense. It doesn't make sense now. And do you still do it? Do you still fight anything or anyone? I don't think so. No, sir. Okay. Nice. The young lady here had a hand and then here in the blue. Yes, ma'am. What sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? Well, I just want to kind of comment on that because I feel often we are in a situation, something happens, and we feel like we need to fight. But I think it's more about, you know, what we're kind of all talking about in one way. It's, you know, taking a breath and then finding a solution to how do I solve this. And often I think the instinct is that we need to fight it instead of, you know, in peace we can solve it. And I think that's often what we're referring to is, you know, I, I need to fight this because I need to solve the situation. But it's not really with fighting. It's like we're finding a solution. Let me give you an example. Let's say that yesterday you got married. Right? You've been dating for six years. Yesterday you got married, had this big, beautiful wedding. Everybody came along. Marvin Gaye was there singing the music. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went on a honeymoon to Hawaii before it caught a fire. Oh, wow. <laughs> to, to, <Nice. laughs> to Hawaii, right? And then you woke up the morning, you and your husband, you're ready. And he said, you know what, I don't want to be married. I'm leaving. Would you fight that? Is that a reason to fight for that? No. And why not? I mean, there is no, there, what am I going to, there's nothing to win in, in fighting. How you about know, if you I had think that's 10 more children? About, it's more about than asking the question, why do you want to leave? Oh. You know, and like, why do you want to leave? And then you, you know, you go to the root of, the why someone wants to leave and you see and you, you, you track it back like me fighting is, is just throwing gas on the fire it's not gonna it's gonna run faster right and why would you ask ask why do you want to leave why would you even ask that question maybe I will know in the situation maybe I will know why he wanted to leave right. you know this is like let's say you didn't know why he wanted to leave why would you ask why do you want to leave Maybe I behaved in a certain way that 
wanted him to leave, and then I would like to know so I can, you know, or he find something else, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think would happen if he said, I want to leave, I don't want to be married? And you were pregnant, because you get pregnant on the first night. <laughs> why, would, would you, why would you ask, do you want to leave? Or would you just say, oh, okay, bye? Um, I guess I would have to forgive myself for marrying such a <laughs> such <laughs> man, right? <laughs> like, why? I would, that's where it starts. Right? First, it would start with forgiving myself for making such a stupid decision. Right. So if you want to leave, just say, okay, bye. Don't even ask why or anything. Because the only way you're asking why is because you want something from him. You want to feel safe. You want love or you want to live in a three-bedroom house or you think that he's going to be able to take care of you. But if you didn't want anything at all, period, you would just say, okay, bye. And then fly back to L.A. and enjoy your life. <laughs> we finish the honeymoon on your own. Well, if I was pregnant, I would probably be wanting something out of him if he was leaving. You know, I would for my own peace. Speaking to the mic for me. Yeah, I would for my own peace, wanting to know why. And, and why is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would like to know. Why? It's a good question. I'll tell you why in a minute. But why would you want to know? Because I feel that's when we can really understand, you know, you want to backtrack, you know, why did I make this decision and why did this person want to leave? And so you need answers from him in order to do that? I mean, of course, I would have to ask myself that question as well. Right. Um, how about if, because he's going to lie, he's not going to tell you why. Why not? Because people lie. They don't want to hurt your feelings or they're not... He's already hurting me by leaving, right? Like there's nothing for him to lose in that moment. This is, he's already hurting me by leaving, right? How many people believe she should ask why? And honest opinion about it. Just one, two... Three, can I get a four? Four, five, six, okay. I can't wait to get to hate. <laughs> um, let me go here first and then I come. The young lady in white, you believe she should ask why? No, I think, I believe the natural proclivity is to ask why. What's Knowing what I know. What's the proclivity? <laughs> I'm black. Don't we use no big white words? <laughs> the natural, in, instinctively, but if, before, I know, before I woke up, knowing what I know now, I would ask why. Knowing what I know now, that's a, that's a, a, that question is, is futile. There, there's, no, there's no rhyme or reason for asking it. But, before waking up, I probably, I most likely would have. And why would you have before you woke up? Because I would have wanted to control the situation yeah. and yeah. solve the situation. Yeah. Which is the devil. Yeah. Amazing. You still want to respond to that? Yeah. You think she well, should ask why? Yeah. Why? 
because, uh, well, you didn't specify, was it a wedding at a church or a civil union at City Hall? Well, I mean, either way, the man gave a promise, right? And if he breaks that promise or backs down on it, that's, you know, uh, as you know, in the old days, a man's word was very valuable, right? And if a man, when a man backs down on his word, he ain't nothing, you know? Okay. So, well, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't make it right. If it was a church wedding, first of all, the man made a promise before God, right? In the altar, right? I'm going to marry this woman. And then, and then she made the promise too, right? And then second of all, in front of her family and her friends that attend the service, I made this promise, I'm going to marry this woman. And then she makes the promise. What a mess, huh? In front of the man's parents and, the, and his friends and family. <laughs> And then when they break that promise, which either one, if they break that promise, first of all, they offend God because they made a promise to God. You know, so that's the right. old way, right? I mean, right? You grew up in the old days, right? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, when a man breaks his promise, that's, that's you know, he ain't nothing, you know, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, this young man want to respond to that hate, want to tell me why. Oh, well, I mean, I don't have strong feelings one way or the other, but I just think you it's... You raise your hair, right? That to say that she should ask? Yeah, and why well, should she ask? Well, I don't think she should. I think if she feels a curiosity about it, yeah, then why not ask? And oh, if so he doesn't want to say, he doesn't want to say, then you can move on. But if you want to ask out of curiosity, yeah, sure, why not? So just to be nosy? <laughs> well, yeah, I think if it's somebody you were so had such a level of intimacy yeah i think you have a right to ask if you want to and then, oh, okay and if he doesn't want to share he doesn't want to share you can't force him and then he's and not then. going to tell her the real reason anyway okay well isn't that true i don't know i don't know this person maybe maybe no not. it doesn't exist right now but i'm just saying uh -huh. <laughs> yeah but he's not going to tell her the truth well and that's that. <laughs> okay. Yes, hey, you say yes, they should ask. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a Ron DeSantis. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, like, you're, it, it will, like, she won't have any peace because it'll keep on bugging her. Yeah, the closure idea. Oh, and she need closure. <laughs> I already. I, I raised my hand partly because I'm kind of like maybe Danielle in that I know that the answer is she shouldn't. I know intellectually that the answer is she shouldn't. But she shouldn't, you say? That she shouldn't ask why. Right. Because it's really just satisfying the ego or trying to get an ego satisfaction, and that. Getting an answer will will appease that rather than rather than her just suffering in it. Right. But so often relationships end because of like a misunderstanding, and I I suppose that the that it doesn't really end because of the misunderstanding, but because of the evil egos fighting, mm -hmm. and so the the misunderstanding really doesn't matter. But they could come back together 
if they resolve that misunderstanding and then the e because of the ego is being solved if you're following what I'm saying if they if the ego is if they kind of satisfy each other's egos right a little bit more by clarifying that misunderstanding then the marriage could keep on going <laughs> why are you laughing because i know that that's just that's just satisfying the ego by asking why and yeah. clarifying and all that stuff if a wife wanted to leave and they had 10 children together should the man ask why <laughs> it would it feels a little bit more like a simp to for the man to say why a simp like a beta oh yeah so for the man to be like why but <laughs> for a woman it feels more understandable it does yeah, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like looking down on a woman as much. Her asking why. Then I, so you don't mind women being simp? Beta. Yeah, because it's kind of like a. It's more fitting, I guess. It's more fitting for a woman to be weak. Beta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Would you want your wife to be beta? Not too beta, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it would be, yeah, it would, you're right, it would be, come to think of it, as, as you ask that question, it would be more ladylike for a woman to just take it in stride and not ask and just be, yeah. be quiet, suffer that in silence. Yeah. That's a fair point. I know it was a question, but right, it, was a question, brings up, it, it causes me to think of a fair point, I suppose. Oh, okay. So this young lady in the blue... In the blue behind her. And then I'll let you respond to. Uh, should a woman ask why? You just had a nice honeymoon. You had a good time. And all of a sudden, the next morning, the man like, I don't want to be in there. Bye, bye. Should you ask why? She shouldn't. And why not? Um, because, like he said, it's just, if, if it was me in that situation, it's me trying to get satisfaction or like um, I get questions that need to be answered, but they really don't need to be answered. Like I, I spent my whole life fighting. Like I'm a fighter and I'm trying to not be a fighter. Um, I fight everything and it's better just to do nothing. Do you fight to make someone love you? Um, do I fight to make someone love me? No? Yes. How about you say? <laughs> All of us have done that. You, gonna, yes. you stand and you gonna love me. <laughs> have you ever fought to make someone love you? Yes. And did it work? No. And what did you learn from it? Um, I learned about myself. Um, I learned that I had um, fear and worry that I haven't, that I wasn't aware of. Nice. Yeah. And are you overcoming it? Yes. Nice. 
Beautiful. So the young lady want to respond in front of you. Oh. Should you ask your husband why he want to leave? No. And why not? Why? Uh, for what? <laughs> if he wants to leave, he can leave. She's from the old school. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you leaving? Bye. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Okay. Do you agree with that? Should you ask your wife why she want to leave you? No. And why not? If she wants to leave, what are you wasting time for? Like, there must be her problem. It I'm is. Great. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how we can live a free life if we examine ourselves, if we knew ourselves, and how enslaved we are to the world. Isn't that crazy? And the moment we, we are taught to be insane. The whole world is teaching us to live this way. The moment we pop out of mama's womb, they began to enslave us with all their ideas of the way things should be, the way you should live, and this or that or that. I saw your hand and then here. Yes. I would say no, because I'm not afraid of being alone. Like Were you afraid before you woke yes. up? Yes, yes. And, and why? Um, I didn't have trust. I had a lot of anger. I didn't think that, I, th I thought that everyone who came in was gonna leave eventually because of, yeah, my family situation. And I didn't understand that our purpose here as beings is just to enjoy and to, to discover and people come and go. Like it's yeah. the same fear I would have of my partner leaving me, of my husband leaving me, would be the same fear I had of at some point fearing that let's say my sister would die. And then I would get all wind up about it yeah. and I would be incredibly sad. And then I would just go in a spiral for a while and then just to wake out of it, I was like, but she's still here. Like, no one owes me anything. Amazing. See, I tell y'all, the ladies are waking up too. Yeah. And she black. <laughs> she know about this stuff. You gotta wake up. Did I see your hair, Rochelle? Mm -hmm. Rochelle gave us an amazing men's history basket. Did you see it online? Yeah. On the show? It was so nice, thank you. You're welcome and thank you. I appreciate the fellowship. I appreciate all the staff and everybody because um, when I first came here, I was really on the search to find like what was wrong with me? What's, why is my life like this? And now that um, I've been working on myself and I've been staying in the present and watching, it truly is, everything that you say, it truly does work. It is amazing. And I just wanted to answer the biblical question about if, does it make sense? Yeah, what sense does it make to fight anything or anyone? And I'm going to say it doesn't make sense for me to fight anything or anyone because um, I have been working on myself and God starts to shine that light in and things start to fall off like it all stems from thoughts and thoughts cause emotions and <clears throat> identities. And if you're offended, most of the time when you want to fight is because you're offended or you're on the defense about something. But when you let go of everything and you let God and you let God do everything and you just work on yourself and watch yourself, all those things start to fall away. And there's no desire to fight because it, you know that it's nonsense. Nice. 
So here's what I got to do. I got to ask this question really fast because time is running out. And I want to start out with the man in the, in the hat inside the building. The, the brown hat that's inside the church building. Like five people here with this. All the men have on hats. What the? Have things always been this bad? I was asked this question yesterday. That's what I'm asking. Things. Ask it again. Have things, you know, things are really bad now. Transgender, LGBT, the race, the people fighting one another. Marriages are not working. Children are being left alone and all kind of mess. Government fighting with government and just everything. Have things always been this bad? I think that over the, the course of history since, you know, God formed us, I think that every sort of set of iteration of humans have delved into different types of hell, depending on the time period that they're in. So to answer your question, things have always been this bad, but they've just been manifesting themselves in different ways. Okay. The young man, next you want to respond. Have things always been this bad? Yes. Yes, and, they have. And why do you say yes? Um, it's just, um, Kind of like what he said, over the course of history, we just name it different things. For example, abortion back in biblical times was just child sacrifice. So they'd have the child and then they'd just burn it in the fire, sacrifice it. Oh. So it's all these different things. We just call it different things, but it's been the same thing over and over and over and over again. So there's nothing new under the sun. You know, it's just always the same. Nice. The young lady in the blue want to respond and then the young man had his hand in the back. Have things always been this bad? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know the answer to that. Um, have you learned more about yourself and thoughts this week? Oh, tremendously. Can you give me an example? <laughs> um, even just with what, what our discussion was um, about fighting, I've realized being able to step away I think that saying the silent prayer and just kind of staying within myself, it allows me to slow down a little bit. And I think that that's why sometimes there's a lot of fighting going on is because it's so reactive. Uh, it's based on yeah. feelings and things like that. And it gets you into this really like fast forward towards a mess. Um, but slowing down a little bit allows you to kind of um, take stock and realize that even if there is a fight, uh, especially if it's spiritual, we're, we're ill-equipped. Um, so it's better to let God fight um, and let him do what he needs to do um, and just kind of be there to receive whatever comes from it. So I don't know how you did it, but, <laughs> but stepping into this place, I've really kind of found a place within myself. Um, so, yeah. And the way that I did it, it's the same way you were doing it. Yeah. I'm watching myself. I'm watching what's going on in me. And the same spirit that's showing me is showing you. Yeah. It really is. We already know the truth. Yeah. We really do. We just have to remember it. And that's yeah. what's happening right now. And I will say also, I think that one of the things that's important to, to kind of decide whether you fight is that um, fighting is very dangerous in the sense that it can deteriorate the nature. And the na if the nature is good, uh, fighting will deteriorate that. And you could be you know, playing a, a, a dangerous game. 
uh, kind of a slippery slope. Um, so that's nice. what I've learned. Amazing. Yeah. Remember how crazy she was when she first walked in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, where am I? I thought this was a church where you sing and praise the Lord and hips are holding hand. Where am I? <laughs> you were right where you should be. Isn't that something? Yes, sir. Should you? I mean, have, have, have things always been this bad? I want to say yes. Uh, just that things are coming. Or I want to say the light. It's just shedding on everything more. Everything used to be under wraps. Yeah. But nowadays, I just feel like it's all out there. Amazing. Up to you to decide if you're gonna, yeah. where you're going to walk and what path you're going to take. Nice. Yes, Raymond, you had your hand? Yes, I like to say things were always this bad because we were always this bad because of our fallen nature. Nice. Okay. Um, so one last question, right? And then I got to wind down. Uh, does your life make sense? <sighs> that means no. <laughs> My life does not make sense. It does not make sense? Uh, and, and why? I think just because it happens. It, there's... When I was trying to make it make sense, it didn't make sense. And now that it's happening, when I, when I kind of keep myself out of it, it just happens. And it's like, how did that happen? None of it makes sense. Do your life make sense, Frankie? Does your life make sense? No. And why not? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's like watching a movie backwards you know oh that makes sense afterwards so it makes sense when I look back at it uh, but while I'm going through it it's chaos have you ever wondered that does my life make sense what going on the young lady in the black want to respond and then here and then I got a star one does your life make sense um I think I would try and look at it differently and and say should we be trying to make it Makes sense. Should we not just live and let it unfold, rather than trying to have an opinion about it? I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> Does your life make sense? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know if your life makes sense. I don't think I should even have an opinion on whether it makes sense or not. I think uh, why I not? Just live. I think I should just live. I think, why sh uh, then I'm going to be in my head and I'm going to be in my thoughts to just, you know, thinking about different things and I'm going to be analyzing when should I even be going down that path in the first place and just be just living. So you don't think you can say yes or no without questioning it? You can't stop at yes or no? <laughs> um, this is so much fun, huh? <laughs> I love working on my life. Really, I love it. It's the greatest fun that you can ever have. <laughs> Working on your own life. Because I think if I say yes, then I'm going to be in my, inga, in, my, in, in my ego. Why do you think that? Because it's like, you know, having the confidence to say, yeah, my life is working out. It makes sense. I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm doing this, that, and the other, whatever, right? And if I say no, then my thought process is going to be like, well, 
well, why, why doesn't it make sense? And then I'm going to get all like, my thoughts are going to, you know, get my emotions round up of feeling a bit sad about the fact that my life doesn't make sense. So what if the, I go yes or no, it's like, you So know? why are you listening to the devil right now? That's what I'm saying. So the devil telling you all that stuff. Huh? The devil, if you can huh, you can hear. <laughs> the Say devil again? telling you all that stuff right now. The devil telling you, if you say yes, I got to explain this. If you say no, you got to explain this. You don't realize you listen to the devil right now with all that? Because God said, let your answer be yes or no. True, but do you see my point, though? <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the devil. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry? I don't know. Oh, okay. See that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And don't let the devil give you an answer. I yeah, don't know. That's it's why fine. I'm gonna stick to I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why I'm going to stick to I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Y'all ain't the next thing you want to respond. Does your life <laughs> make sense? When you when I first heard that question, I was thinking no, but then I heard the thoughts tell me, oh, you don't have your life together. So, you're, yeah. You're going to sound like a, a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's amazing how much the devil talked to us. Yeah. I heard it all week. And the world, the world have taught us to listen to the devil, so we think we're making sense of things, mm -hmm. and we're really not. We're just digging a hole. Because mm -hmm. who want to think that, oh, my life don't make, it doesn't make sense. Who want to think that way about themselves? Right. But that's the best way to see it, if it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. The young lady in front of you, then hear it, I got to wind it up. <laughs> yes. Does your life make sense? And now it does. In what way? I, because I'm happy and I'm not in my thoughts and just drowning in my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I, when I was in my thoughts, I was for sure miserable. Uh. And I felt it and I would see it. And there's still times where the devil tries to play with me and I can see it. And so I just kind of like, I mean, I see it, but I'm not going to hold on to it and sit in it and just, you know, so letting it go now it's like okay my life does make sense nice yeah. right here and and then i want to anybody disagree with what you hear or any input about all this because this has to be interesting to the new people yes does your life make sense uh no it doesn't um but the fact that it does not make sense makes it make sense to me amazing <laughs> nice you got your hair yeah does your life make sense? Yeah. In what way? Uh, I just let God take the driving wheel. You let God do it? Yeah. Even in court? Even in court. That's right. Yeah. Even in court. And you know what's funny? Is that I just saw a bunch of devils right in front of me. Nice. Deep. Yes, sir. You had your hair? Okay. I believe my life makes sense, uh, especially like he said, the fact that it doesn't make sense makes it make sense. Uh, it's like being in a storm, and that's like listening to the devil, being in the midst of it. Yeah. But if you were to get into the eye of the storm, the most calmest part, walking with God, and you look at all the chaos, it just it makes sense once you walk with God. Nice. Sean, is there something called cause and effect? So these are the questions people are asking me in the discussion I'll be in there. Is there such a thing as cause and effect? Somebody mentioned that this morning. 
Yeah, there is. I think. And what, um, and what is cause and effect? We had a quote on our show a couple of weeks ago. Like uh, it was in Latin, but it said, um, "Blessed is the man who understands the cause and effect of his life." So yeah, there is such a thing. Can you give me an example? Um, I mean, as far as my life making sense. You know, if you knew my parents as well as I do, it would make perfect sense why I'm the way I am, you know? So as far as cause and effect, yeah, I come from my parents, so cause and effect. Okay. Interesting. The young lady in the back want to respond. Is there a cause and effect? Mm, I'm two for two. I don't know. Um... I think if you think about it scientifically, that I think that just like the laws of gravity, yes. Okay. Isn't that an amazing question? Is there a cause and effect? Yeah, with a hat. Another man with a hat inside the church building. <laughs> the hat's a fashion statement. Oh, oh, meaning that it's the first sign that you're bald headed. <laughs> right? Isn't that what I mean? That's cause and effect. <laughs> cause and effect. <laughs> Look at everybody have on hats. But okay, it's fine. Yeah, there is such a and, thing. And what cause. is cause and effect? Well, it has to do with time being that one thing happens and then there's something that happens as a result. So that's just simply cause and effect. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yes, Ricky. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Uh, a man's desire for a woman and his hunger. He has sex with the woman. She's pregnant. That is the effect. She's pregnant. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> I don't. Yes. I don't think so. And why not? Because I think everything has already been written. So every, it, it's going to happen. Whatever's meant to be will be. It's, uh, I don't, I think it's, the story's already been written. So it's like kind of, like there's no cause and effect because it's already affecting. I don't know. I just don't think so. Okay. There's something in, in me that's just like, no. Nice. Last word, the cause and effect. Did you have your hair? No? Okay. I don't want to ignore anyone. Is there a cause and effect? Um, yes, there is. And can you, can you give me an example? Um, there is Satan who can tell you need to turn left, but you forgot something, and then you end up in a car crash. And that's the effect. And then there's God, which is unfocused. Your mind is unfocused, means there's nothing there to focus on. And you'll be ready. You'll, you might turn, but you'll see the car before it. That's another effect. So Satan and God, they both have... Uh, is that the cause? They both can cause you to do things. You'll be the effect of it. You'll, you'll, you'll manifest the effect of it. And that's what I believe. Okay. Amazing. Yes, uh, Anchor Baby. Yes. <laughs> have you heard of the Anchor Baby? Uh -huh. Have I heard of the term? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Have you heard of the real anchor baby? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Nick is the anchor baby. Oh, okay. I 
Is there a cause and effect? Yeah, I think so. And what is it? I was going to say what Christian said. God what? is the first cause. And what's right? the effect? The world. Oh. His creation. But oh, there's maybe. causes and effect, like in my mind. The thought will cause, will affect an emotion, right? Is it possible to live a life without cause and effect? I don't know. You don't know? This young lady is right. If you, um, if you live a life of consciousness, no effect. Because you would never do, get to create a cause. Only when you're living a life of unconsciousness are there causes and effect. Only when you. So just think about it. Every time you listen to thoughts, you do something wrong and bring on something else that's wrong. Every time. But when you don't listen to the thoughts, you're just a living being and just living your life. And in that light, it's just life. There is no effect and cause. You're not up and down. You're not afraid. You're not in and out or any of that stuff. You're just a living being. And life is being provided for you without you even trying to make it work. So you're not reaching outside for anything. That makes sense? You only have these causes and effects in our life if we reach outside for something, for love, for more money, for, for more, more fake identities and things like that. So you're absolutely right. It's, a, it's another illusion from the devil. It's not real. It's all illusion. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of what I wanted to say about fighting. I realize you're right. Anyways, about fighting, only people that think they need to fight sometimes get yeah. into fights. I promise you, when you lay down all identities, the way you see yourself, and what you think about yourself, and what you think you ought to be, and the way people should perceive you, and who you are, when you lay that down, the fight will end. There's nothing to fight for. And when I ask about it, I ask, I wasn't talking about physical. Of course you're going to protect yourself in a physical way. I'm thinking of the spiritual fight that's going on inside of us and outside of us, inside of others. Just imagine that if you had no identity, if you didn't think of yourself as being wonderful and very important, right? And someone came along and tell you that, no, you're not that wonderful. You will feel nothing about it. I also love, like last week, you, oh, sorry. Um, I've also been watching, before all of this was happening, I had a period where I was watching a lot of near-death experience testimonies of people. And last week you had like this amazing uh, story as well. Someone going through it and the way he was explaining it is kind of what, what we're trying to do here, right? Like yeah. go back to nothingness. Yes. And there is so much joy and love and peace in, in nothing. It's, it's really amazing, it really is. And I, like, it's nice if you're telling and it's beautiful when other, like the testimonials that you hear about, it went, because it's now via YouTube and stuff, it's amazing. Um, but there is such a deep truth in it that I could, it so resonated with me that I was like, this is just what it is. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what word you give to it, where, we're here to live an experience. My friend also always says like we're here to live like a human experience. And if you're getting too much in the way of it, um, you might miss the joy of just observing and just right. being in it. 
because there is nothing to live for, there is nothing to gain, there's nowhere to go other than returning back to the nothingness. Absolutely. You want to return back to the nothingness. I'm sorry, but we have been taught wrong from day one to be this, to be that, to act like this, to act like that, to have this, to have that, to compete with someone, be the best, you got to be all this. They set us up to know Jesus. They tell you, oh, you need to go to church and know Jesus. First thing they ask you, what church you go to? It, it, it's a setup. If you never went to church, you could still be nothing and have an amazing life because the truth is already with us. And they don't have good fellowship like we have here anyway. We're supposed to be getting together, edifying one another and correcting who we can't see, right? And, but they don't tell you that. They take you away from that. They take you away from the truth that you already have and know, and they put you on a path of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Pure hell. Everybody catching hell. Everybody catching hell. Except for baby Jessica's daddy. <laughs> She's like, who is that? <laughs> How many people know who baby Jessica's daddy is? No? Yeah, Jessica from the well? Yes. <laughs> her, I don't know about the daddy. Yeah, baby Jessica a while back in Texas fell in the well. There a girl fell in the well. And her name was baby Jessica. And so that's where I get that from. Her daddy. And her mother threw in the well, I think. Oh, no. No? Is that, is that right? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I, I may be wrong about that, but she, I know she was in the well. I'm not sure how she got in the well. But I know she fell in the well in Texas. And it was a big worldwide news about her. So that's where I get that from. Everybody smoke weed. And then once I heard Oprah say, everybody smoke weed. And so baby Jessica's daddy. That's where I get that from. So I know she fell in the well or something. Comes out of the way. But uh, anyway, in closing, I want to encourage you as a living witness. You want to become a nothingness. You want to be the light. You are the light. But you just don't see that you are the light because you've been lied to. And you were lied to and now you're trying to live up to the lie of being all these things. And you're even calling yourself these things, you're not. Stop competing with anyone. Just simply live your life. Stop trying to have what someone else has. If they have eight degrees, you just wish them well, and you live your life. And I want to encourage you you got to cross over this prison of thoughts. Jesus said that we were in a prison, He came to set the captive free. And what he's setting you free from is the imagination. No one ever told you that growing up. They, they may have mentioned bring every thought into captivity, but they didn't tell us that we were enslaved to it. We we're enslaved to thoughts. Thoughts can make you feel a certain way. Either you're this or you're not. You're, it's all lies. So what I want you to do in order to get over it, do not give up. 
Watch thoughts, watch thoughts. Just watch them. Don't fight with them. It doesn't make sense to fight with anybody or about anything at any time. And somebody hates you, they call you names, just wish them well. They cannot see what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. If someone tries to hurt you, embarrass you, if you don't have any impression of yourself, just think about it. How can someone hurt you when you have no impression of yourself? <laughs> and you can go anywhere in the world and not be bothered at all about what anyone says about you or think about you or whatever because you have no impression of yourself. You know all those things are not you. And you know that they cannot see. So what if you say something like, what if you, sorry, I'm from Amsterdam, so I'm like trying to get as much in here. Um, but what if, because sometimes I do, um, because I do, I don't want to, be unkind, right? Like, especially if you, especially if you're responding to someone's anger or the anger inside yourself, because that's where it starts. Yeah. And then she made such a good point. Everything starts with you, a thought. It doesn't start with the people out there. It starts with you. Let's say somebody trying to hurt you. You gonna have a thought before you even feel and react. If you didn't have a thought, you wouldn't feel and you would not react. You are your own world, and everything you do start with you. You are the beginning and the end. Go ahead. Just, yeah, so let's say you, you had a moment where you freaked out, and, um, or you got impatient. Is that a part of this? When you, let's say that something happened, someone made you angry. Yeah. Anger came up, you freaked out. Just notice that you did and be glad for it because it's just allowing you to see what's still in you. And it's not you that's freaking out. It's that darkness that's there freaking out. So just see it and don't blame the person for the way you feel. Because if it wasn't inside of you, you wouldn't feel that way. So be glad to see it. That makes sense? Yeah, and, and let it pass. It'll be fine. You got to practice and this is what I've been doing for 37, 34, 33, 34 years. Let it thought pass. Just let them pass. And they, because it's new to you, sometimes you're going to get into the pain of it. It's going to fall because you, wanna, you, don't, you don't let it just pass sometimes. It fall into emotions. It really does. And then you start feeling like it's really you. It's not. Do nothing to satisfy it. Let the light come in and satisfy it destroy it for you. <laughs> that makes sense? It's easier said than done only because you have thought all this time that it was you. And you've been overreacting giving it life. And then know you were giving the devil life. But now that you've started to know you're going to stop overreacting and you won't give life to the devil. You will give light you will surrender to the light, and the light will destroy the devil. It really, really, I, I promise you it will. God love us, it's already done, we are already free, except that we've been set up and we believe thoughts. Yep. True. We believe thoughts, that's the only thing that's wrong. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to quickly say, 
I appreciate how you always say, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Yeah. Because as we stay with it, as we do the silent prayer, and once we've forgiven and done all of those things, it's, it's a natural progression to nothingness. Yes. It's just natural. You don't, you don't think about it. You just find yourself headed on that path toward nothingness. Yeah. Once you get on it and you start, you get a little light, a little light. Some people give up because it's so painful to the ego and they think that it's happening to them. They think it's happening to them, but it's not, right? And they'll give up. And, but it's that one or two people who are courageous enough to go through the hell, go through the fire, be tried by the fire, and go through it, and go through it. And because we're so identified, the only thing that really keeps us there, as I said, we're so identified with the, the false self. And, and the false feelings. Emotions are evil. There's nothing good about emotions. But in this world, we have pushed emotions as good. They even tell men, oh, you should cry. It's hard to be a man. It's hard on men to try to be a man. That is, that's the devil telling you that. A woman don't even want an emotional man. She doesn't want it. She'll say she want it, right? And she'll get you, and then she'll start beating you up and take your money. That's right. <laughs> or she'll make you walk this little tiny doll up and down the street. <laughs> the doll's so little, it don't even look right, man. <laughs> Have you ever seen a man walking a tiny doll? What do you think about that? In the hat, the brown hat. It's one of the most ridiculous things that you could ever see in your whole life. And then to top it off, he carried the baby with him. He had the baby in the front. In the front. <laughs> Little poodle. Men, fight for your masculinity a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Fight for it a little bit. I don't care what you got to overcome. It's worth fighting for. And ladies... You don't want to be weak either. You know, James said he like for y'all to be a little beta. <laughs> he and Joel. You be like, but you don't want to be beta. You want to be a perfect love. God came for us all. And he made the way back to love for all who will receive it. But if you don't want it, he'll just let you suffer. I heard this story in closing. I heard this story about the Jews when Jesus existed, walked around. A lot of the Jews didn't accept it, right? They didn't accept him as a savior. And so uh, Christ said one day to the Jews, uh, especially in his hometown, that's what I'm going to tell you, in your own family, hometown, they're going to turn on you. Expect it. If it happened to Jesus, why shouldn't it happen to us? The uh, evil hate the light. The darkness hate the light. But Jesus was yelling at them and saying that, you know, they asked something. I mean, he said he was to save you. He was other than what they said. He's like, oh, you calling yourself a prophet of, of God? Bless me, bless me. We're going to kill you. And so they took him out in this field to kill him. But he said, no, you're not killing me now. It's not time. So he walked back 
got away from me. He left hometown, right? But he said that there are, in paraphrasing, there are people in the world beside the Jews who is, uh, have accepted God and they're being healed. But the Jews won't and you're not being healed. And he said, just because you were chosen as the people, it doesn't mean you are not enslaved. You must be born again too. Isn't that deep? But the Jews didn't think that they should be born again. But they must be born again too. Every human being must return to the Father. Every human being. You must be born again. And born again simply means realizing you are wrong for being angry and it has separated you from God. It, you're out in the wilderness. Emotions are like it's the wilderness. The thoughts of you, the emotion of wilderness. See it that way. And you're living in the wilderness. But once you forgive, you come out of the thought and you no longer live you back to the Father. You return to the Father. All right. And last day I heard Dennis Frager and some other Jews having a discussion and they were talking about how everybody is a victim now. And they talked about the, I think ADL or something like that. And Dennis said, which is such a good point, and this other guy, this other pre, uh, rabbi man said it too, that the ADL, an organization like that, we have all kinds of organizations now in our country, and all they do is make victims out of people. They make everybody a victim because being a victim, it makes good money. It's good for fundraising. They make buku money because all they do is put some fear in you. And then they say, oh, in order to help us do this, to protect you, send us $100. And because you're afraid, you send $100. It's a fundraising thing. You've been played. You are not a victim. And all these organizations do, do the same thing. They, they make everybody a victim. That's what happened to the blacks over the last 70 years. They made the blacks a victim. They made you a victim. You're not a victim. And they know it. They're just using you for profit. That's all it is. So stop being a victim. Stop, yeah, stop being divided. Become one. Become whole. Become a nothing. A living being. All right? Stop being a victim. We are free. And when I asked the biblical question, I wasn't thinking about the physical answer. I was thinking about spiritual answer. And that's what's going to happen to you eventually. If you stay with it, you will be think spiritual because you have a spiritual mind. A renewed mind. You're not going to have the same dark mind you have now. The worldly mind, it will disappear. Alright? Men and women. And stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Because the world is going to turn against you. They really will. And, and they can't help it. Just know that. They cannot see. You're already saved. <laughs> meaning that you're children of God. All this stuff that's going on inside of you that making you do what you do is not you. You have never done wrong in your whole life. When you would beat your wife, how many women got beat this morning? <laughs> your husband did beat you? He didn't beat you this morning. What's wrong with you, man? She's pregnant for now. Oh. 
Or why be beat the husband now? <laughs> That's not her or him. That's that thing that made a home in her yeah. or him. Really. Yeah. And once you wake up, you're going to see that and you will see how to deal with it. You don't need to plan on how you're going to deal with it. You will see how to deal with it. All right. So stay with the prayer. Stay with it. And you'll see when to speak up and when not to. Another thing I want you to know, the Spirit of God will speak through you. He will use your mouth, your tongue, and you'll be, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> right now, the devil uses your mouth to speak through, right? But that's going to switch. It really will switch. And you will, he will speak through you and give you the right words at the right time. In the right, whatever situation, it'll be the right words. The devil will no longer speak through you. All right. Yes. Amazing. So stay with the prayer. Watch. Forgive. And let life happen. Just watch those signs. Do not give up. Don't stop. Because the devil got to have a fit. The truth is catching up with the devil. And he's trying to destroy the devil. The devil got to have a fit. But it's going to feel like you. But it's not you. He's going to make you feel lonely by yourself. Nobody loves you. But you got nobody to call. That's beautiful. It's not you. All right. Amazing. So thank you all very much. Uh, this Thursday, it's first Thursday, right? Yes. Right first Thursday this month, the men's forum at 7 p.m. this month. And ladies, this third Thursday for the ladies. All right. Amazing meetings, too. Um, do the silent prayer. And we will read your uh, super chats tomorrow. The office is closed. We have a socialist holiday tomorrow. <laughs> Communist, social, well, but we got to have it. The office closed, but we're doing live shows tomorrow. All right, so tune in. Um, and what else? And your know, donations and offering go to rebuildingtheman.com. All right, thank you all so much for tuning in. It was amazing today. Thank you all for amazing fellowship. Yeah. It was my doing. Yeah. Amazing.